0: But we've reached the first stanza, almost to the point of the verse-by-verse commentary. The first uh, stanza's theme is this, true happiness depends on walking in God's law. The first eight verses contain seven different terms used throughout this psalm. Let's examine these terms to be better able to comprehend their contribution to godly wisdom. The first few verses also show that it is possible and reasonable to keep God's law, to practice or live by it. Notice how this is worded as we consider the first stanza in its entirety. Happy are those who are blameless in their way, who walk in the law of Jehovah. Happy are those who observe his reminders, who search for him with all their heart. They practice no unrighteousness. They walk in his ways. You have commanded that your orders be carefully kept. If only I could remain steadfast so as to observe your regulations or lines of living. Then I would not be put to shame when I consider all your commandments. I will praise you with an upright heart when I learn your righteous judgments. I will observe your lines of living. May you never utterly forsake me. Now to the heading, True Happiness Found. As mentioned in our preview, an outstanding point of this stanza is that true happiness depends walking in God's law, and true Christians do so by faith or thankful trust in God, His Word, and Jesus' example and ransom provision for true forgiveness of sins with genuine repentance turning around from an erring course. Reference acts 3:19 Notice the expressions here that such ones finding happiness really do practice no unrighteousness. They walk in His ways. Another translation says, They do no wrong, but follow His ways. That's verse 3 in the NIV translation. Thus, it is not only possible to obey God, it is reasonable and highly rewarding to do so. May each person plead to God for a proper view of loving and serving Him obediently his orders being carefully kept. A proper view of God is thus essential to growing spiritually. Also, Jesus showed God would have, which Jesus should oversee, a channel of instruction called a faithful and discreet slave, through which spiritual food and guidance would be provided for the benefit of the entire Christian household on earth it is hoped that such an organization would remain faithful to god carefully teaching in accord with god's love for all references to john 3:16 2 peter 3:9 and not beating his fellow slaves and eating and drinking with the confirmed drunkards as mentioned in matthew 24 uh, overall 45 through 51 it would be the genuine truth of god that it should be promoted and clearing up any misunderstandings causing confusion among those who would be true Christians worldwide. When such an organization humbly corrects wrong teachings, it demonstrates the love that goes hand in hand with humility. While their faithfulness and obedience can be blessed by God, they most likely cannot constitute a perfect organization when largely made up of imperfect people, Thus, humility should always mark such an organization, with a willingness to make adjustments in teaching when errors, large or small, become revealed in God's way. We may pray that such a channel of instruction remains spiritually pure before our holy God. Now let's proceed into stanza one.